Welcome to Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. We're here to help you take your health, fitness, and mindset to the next level. It's time to level up. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. Today we are talking about the silly season. Mm. What do you love most about Christmas, Sherelle? I think everyone wants to say food. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean family. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about f- food. food, 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 hands down. Family and food. I mean, there's nothing better, I guess, than going back home and seeing your extended family, your grandparents and catching up and just enjoying the day, you know, celebrating culture with food. That's it. Mm, it's one yeah. of my favorite things to do, whether it is a holiday or traveling. I think food is culture and it's there to be enjoyed. Yep. And we're all about uh, promoting being able to enjoy these times. Mm. like. There's, there are little tips and tricks that we'll share um, in today's episode, but overall, we just want you to be able to enjoy yourself at this time. They call it the silly season. We all get a bit silly and merry and happy, but there's no need to go overboard, but then there's also no need to restrict. Mm. So today we're going to share some of our best tips and techniques in order to hopefully just get the best out of like your Christmas experience. Yeah. And like Danny said, enjoying yourself and just not feeling guilty for enjoying yourself because like I said food's there to be enjoyed and to be celebrated with and to connect with and it's you know one of our best pleasures in life is to enjoy the taste of food so there's no reason that you have to sort of feel any guilt or shame for doing that especially over the you know the Christmas period. Perfect so we framed today's episode just with one scenario we understand that you've got work gatherings you've got multiple Christmas events happening but we're just going to simplify it by talking about one scenario, which is the Christmas lunch, you want to let your hair down. You don't want to worry about calories, but you also want to stay on track. So what we've done, we've broken it up from the morning before the event, the Christmas lunch, after the Christmas lunch, and then what to do the day after. Mm, yeah, so we might um, kick it off just with probably what Danny and I would do ourselves leading into Christmas or any big event like even on a weekend if I'm going out on the night um, at night time these are typically probably the things that I would do in the lead up to that so I know that in the morning before any big event I like to get up at a normal time and go to the gym and train as normal live my life normally Um, you guys know that I do prefer to train in the morning so that's generally what I stick to yep I definitely also uh, train in the morning because I love it as well. It is part of everyday routine, but also, yeah, we know that we're going to be eating a little bit later. We don't work out just because, oh, I'm going to work out now so I can eat more shit later. No, just get the body moving. Yeah. Normal part of your routine. 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 That's Consistency it. and routine. There's no need to change anything. Um, it's purely just um, time basis. So obviously you can't train in the afternoon because you're going to be getting ready. So yeah. that's why I stick to the morning time and it is when I prefer to train. Um, Throughout the morning as well and leading into lunchtime, I generally, in terms of food-wise, I stick mostly to protein-based meals. Just because protein is the most sort of important macronutrient to make sure that you are getting enough of, I generally know that when you do go out and you, you know, nibble on party foods and all those sorts of things, I'm probably not going to reach my protein intake if I don't get a good amount in the first portion of the day. Mm. See, this is the difference between a Greek event and an Aussie event. Like, us <laughs> Greeks are like, the lamb's been on the spit for bloody 10 hours already. Like, Yeah, I'm like, mum, just put the pav away. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> no more cheese and crackers. No, nah, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, protein, it also keeps you fuller for longer. We don't want to be rocking up to these events super starving because yeah. then you'll just lose your mind and just eat everything. Yeah. Can so. I say, that is a big thing that I used to do. I'd be like, nope, 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 restrict, restrict, restrict all throughout the day. Um, try and keep my calories as low as possible so then I can almost binge when I go yeah. out and have a really big meal. Yeah. And then you end up eating probably twice as much as you would. Now, yeah. a completely different approach. Like, I just eat normal, maybe increase my protein a bit more throughout the day. Mm. I never go out starving. Like, I always always make sure I've had, like, you know, a decent lunch before the dinner of. Yeah. And, yeah, it allows you to sort of make mindful decisions and not eat with emotion or hunger. That's right. And there's nothing worse when I used to do it too. You'd be that starving that when it came time to eat, it's like your stomach has shrunk. Mm. And then you'd be feel sick and full anyway. Yeah, like. and no one feels good, and it's why I hate going to buffets oh. because it's that approach, isn't it? Like oh, you're yeah. like it's all you can eat, so I've mm. got to eat all that I can eat. Mm. So I hate that sort of approach. So making sure that you do sort of, um, you know, just like we said, stick to your routine and have some normal meals throughout the day, and yep. put a focus or, or emphasis on protein, yes, um, as well as fiber and fluids. So obviously making sure that you are drinking enough water getting in some vegetables and some um, healthy fibers throughout the day. Yep. Beautiful. All right. So when it comes to the Christmas lunch, we've had, we've gone for a walk with the kids or whatever. We've gone to the gym Well, not us, but if you have kids, yeah. you can do that. <laughs> we've had some smaller protein meals, even if it's a protein shake, something to fill us. We've had our fiber and our water. It's ready to go to the Christmas event. So when you rock up, say hi to everyone, do your kisses, do the round, say hi to all your people there, but just suss out what's going on. Let your eyes feast first. So have a look what kind of food there is. And as Sherelle mentioned before, it's about being mindful. Be present. Yeah, so definitely suss, suss it out and have a look what's there. And then once you do rock up, try not to, I just don't stand next to the food table. So I sort of go around and socialize because if you're just, there unconsciously just reaching for all the snacks and food you're just going to keep eating yeah and that's a big thing like mindlessly eating it doesn't matter Mm. whether it's christmas or in the staff room or picking while you're cooking it's something that we do um out of habit and Mm. you know it's human behavior we're gonna pick we're gonna eat so it takes a real conscious effort to stop yourself from doing that so that's why you need to consciously step away from the food table Consciously yep. have an extra cup of water, you know, consciously um, only fill your plate up to, to a reasonable size. You know, you've got to do these things um, out of habit and with a conscious effort. Something I like to do, you know, if it is, like I said, sort of a buffet sort of thing, which is generally what Christmas mm. lunch is, you know, it's sort of like an all you can eat. I sort of um, always start with like a side plate. So whether that's like, you know, a side plate with a few prawns or something like that, or mm. a salad, just something small before we get into the, I guess, the roast and the main sort of event. What mm. do you, what do you normally have for Christmas? Like the spit? Oh yeah, there's meat. It's mainly meat based, so um, but lots of breads, salads, all sorts of yeah. dishes. And to be honest, we're by no means saying that Christmas lunch is bad. 
Like, not sick. Food. I love good it. Good food. Good, hearty, healthy food. Yeah. But what we're talking about is, I guess, the quantity of that food and, and how much you should eat. Because, That's you know, we all we all do go into that, that carb coma in the afternoon oh, yeah. and feel like crap, really, don't we? So it's really just about balancing um, the portion size. Yeah. So Sherelle said, uh, yeah, she fills up on something smaller first. So pick a smaller plate if there are the options. You don't have to go for that massive plate and fill it. Just get a small plate it cool eat it and then go back and and get seconds if you want um that's what i do in terms of alcohol i don't really drink but you know i'm not gonna say no i might have one but try and just minimize it or have the old have alcohol have water and um alternate it really does work well Mm. and separate separate it with your food as well you don't have to just have it all in the one hit have a drink and then have your meal. Mm. Try to not sit and, you know, sip on alcohol while you are eating a big meal. The two mm. don't really go that well together, but then it just allows you to be more mindful in eating. It all comes about um, comes around to making conscious, mindful decisions um, based around food. Yeah. And when it comes to dessert, this is massive. So, yeah, as I mentioned, having the big Greek um, family, you know, I'm not sure if you've seen the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It very much is like that. And, <laughs> and in a lot of cultures, food is represented as love. Yeah, and it's and an insult. And you don't want to say no. Yeah, if you, if you say no, it's almost insulting, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, like, and, and that's fine because they, your family spent so much time and they've put love in, into all the recipes and you want to be able to share that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to that, just... Pick smaller servings, but also share it with other people as well. Mm. Like, cool, they've piled something up on your plate like my grandma would do, and then I would just sort of share it with my cousin or share it with someone else Yeah, and just, yeah. you know, pass on the love and yeah. the food. <laughs> something um, it's really funny, Luke's actually picked up and he sort of does this now, is I used to always say, like, why would I finish eating something if I generally don't love it? So, like, I'll mm. taste something and I'm like, if I don't want it, I'm not going to probably finish it. You know, it's just not worth it. And I used to always say that to Luke because I might pick at something on a plate and say, you know, in my mind back then I was probably going it's not worth the calories. Oh, um, yeah. But now I'm sort of like, I don't, you know, I'm not in starvation. Food is everywhere. If I don't generally want something right now, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. We, we went out for dinner the other night. This frustrated me, though, <laughs> because he got a big rack of um, ribs. So Luke loves ribs. And it was like, you know, this rack of ribs and he just didn't like the sauce like he's like it was okay he was like it's okay but I just don't love it because he loves ribs and so he had like one rib and I was like you can't (gasps) not eat the rest of it but he didn't and I and at the start I was like oh my god like you can't you know what's the way you're gonna think there's this whole rack of ribs but then I was thinking about it in hindsight and I was like that's what we should be doing with a yeah. lot of things, you know. Like if we don't like something, don't feel pressured to eat it. Yeah. And don't feel like, you know, you have to do it because of the food pushes that may be around in your, in your family mm. because at the end of the day they are doing it out of love. But, yeah. yeah, don't feel obliged to eat it. And it's the same that goes with desserts. So mum and I might always share a little plate where we just have tasters because no one eats dessert to get full. Like you yeah. eat dessert for a taster. So. I always fill up on the good stuff and then I just go in thinking like that. Like I'm just going to taste the pav and taste the hedgehog and do all that sort of stuff. I'm not eating it to feel content. 
Yeah, that's actually really true. And it all comes down to that underlying thing of mindfulness, really. Mm -hmm. Taste it, enjoy it, be present and have a little bit. Or the amount of times I have to say, oh, I'll just have like one eighth of that serve because next minute there's a whole half of cheesecake on my plate that I've been <laughs> The served. whole lamb is on Legit, there. the whole lamb's on the plate. Yeah, oh, I'll just have a little bit smaller. I'm yeah. going to have some more after. You just yep. got to be polite about it. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> like, and then if you do have to say your grandma who does always serve up, you know, half the pavlova, yeah. do what I do and just grab mum and be like, do you want to share a piece? And then yeah. you can just have a taste together. No one's insulted and it's less dishes. That's yeah, there you go, and it's less dishes. And then when it comes to afterwards, so I like to go for a bit of a walk again, not to burn off anything, not so I can post on Instagram and say, I hope all the Christmas food goes to my butt. Like, you know, <laughs> we've all done grow. that. We I've have. done it before, but it's like, no, don't just no more. Just sorry, enjoy Danny, it. it doesn't. Sorry to everyone that will post that this Christmas, but. You know, you've enjoyed the time with your family. Just get moving. It helps digestion. Play a bit of backyard sport, cricket, kick the footy or whatever, or just run around with your younger kids just to keep moving. Yeah, just staying active. There's no reason to, I guess, punish yourself and feel like you have to move. But it's like we said, it's just about being present with your family and sticking to your normal routine. Yeah, that's it. Avoid snacking. In the afternoon, so this, you know, after an event, there's so many leftovers all the time. Oh, take it home, take it home. And you want to because it's not every day that you get to enjoy this food. But only take it home if you know that you actually want it and that you're going to eat it. Yeah, like I said, just eat things that you enjoy. Yeah. Um, Something that I do now for myself that is a habit that I um, found has really helped me is I only eat when I'm sitting. So like in the mm. past, just say I've only had five, 10 minutes on a break or something like that, I would literally go into the staff room and I'd heat my meal up and I'd eat standing and I'd just get the food in and then roll on with the day. I'm like, you know, if I can sit at a table with a knife and fork and just be really present. It's funny, like now that we say it, how mm. important it is just to be present in our meal because sometimes I'd feel like I've eaten a meal, but then I'd be like, I feel like I haven't eaten a meal, if yeah. that makes sense. Like it's like mentally I haven't actually connected with that food. Um, yeah. So I think that's really important because most people don't realize when they are snacking, they're just picking, it's just a habit. And then if you stop and pause once you've done it, do you even remember doing it? Like, did it make no. you feel any fuller? Like, no, it didn't. It's just out of routine. And to add on to that, I've had Chinese herbal medicine appointments uh, for the past year for topics that we'll talk about on another podcast. And he's like, do you chew, my practitioner's like, do you chew your food properly? And I'm like, what do you mean do I chew my Mm -hmm. food? And then I tried it. (laughs) Like I sat down, as you just said, and then I'm chewing. And I'm like, oh, this is taking a lot of effort. And then the light bulb went off and I'm like, I haven't been chewing my food properly. Mm -hmm. I've either been on my phone scrolling while shoveling it in, while driving, or just not paying attention. And he goes, if you don't chew your food properly, that wastes so much energy. I'm going off on a tangent now, but it's nah, kind of relevant. Important. It wastes so much energy for your body to break it down even further. Mm-hmm. And half the time we don't even digest it. We don't even take the nutrients. So chewing food, 
It actually changed my life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seriously does. Like, so you try and eat a meal and sit there and chew it until it's complete mush in your mouth. Yeah. That's how we're supposed to eat. You know, we're actually supposed to get like six to 12 actual chews before we swallow because our digestion starts at our mouth. It's not just our intestines or our bowels. It starts in our mouth where hormones are secreted to actually break down the food properly. And then those hormones send signals to our brain to tell us that we've eaten. So Mm. that's why I guess. When I say that it felt like I didn't even eat, it's because my brain hasn't even processed that I've really had food in my mouth. Yeah, that's why we have teeth. Otherwise, we'd have like big beaks or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big gullets and we yeah, just throw just it down. Put it down. But it's amazing, I guess, something so simple, yep. being present in, in your food. And that's a big one for me as well is not having my phone at the table. Yeah. Like I crack them. I'm sorry, Luke, but I, I crack them when the phone's there. Yeah. I can't stand it. I, I, TV has to be off. Like I, okay. can't, I can't have technology on when I'm trying to – I sound like an idiot. But I <laughs> Not just, at all. It's good. <laughs> I just can't have it at the table. Mm. Yeah, you want that experience with your meal. What, what else do you do after the lunch? To be honest, not – really much different i just get on with my day so whether that's be i've got a workout plan for the morning Mm -hmm. my normal breakfast i just do what i'm supposed to do in the past i would have you know cut calories from breakfast or maybe gone for an extra long walk in the morning or you know done extra things but um with experience i've just found getting straight back on track into what my normality is is best for me. So whether that is a big breakfast, I generally still wake up hungry. I mean, like if I woke up feeling sick, which I I generally don't, um, if I wake up and I'm supposed to have breakfast before I train, I will. Mm. Um, I don't, don't try to change anything. I feel like in the long term, it doesn't actually have more benefits. Yeah, definitely. And if you do wake up feeling a bit full and sick, and you can't fit in a full normal breakfast that you would still have something because if we skip breakfast and if we restrict throughout the day, that's just going to send us down to that whole restriction cycle. Yeah, it's and really a snowball effect. It's snowball because then you're going to get so freaking hungry that you'll end up overeating again and, oh, I've got all these leftovers from Christmas, from yesterday, and then you eat it and then it's the same thing. Oh, I feel sick, I'll restrict. And you just go and go and go. Yeah. Normality the next day. Exactly. Make little changes, but nothing too extreme. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're not trying to undo or balance out or, you know, um, yeah, like get rid of the experience that we had yesterday. It was a beautiful experience with your friends, family and food. Enjoy it. It happened. Awesome. Get on with life. Yeah. And like we said, if you follow sort of the first sort of I guess, concepts and steps um, that we just spoke about in being mindful and, you know, portion control and enjoying yourself. Um, You shouldn't wake up feeling overly full or or guilty for that manner. The only thing I guess that I would probably change would probably be my fluid consumption. I do make a bit more of a conscious effort to make sure that I am drinking enough fluids because when I go out, like I walk around with my one two litre Tupper bottle everywhere Mm. I go. So when obviously I I don't take it when I go out to social events, Um, but I drink a lot of water. So only drinking three liters for me would leave me dehydrated. Yeah. Um, So that's what I do make a conscious effort of, I guess, the morning of and after is that I have been drinking enough water. Yeah, because you've just spent the day eating probably more salt, more sugar, Mm. and you're going to feel a bit different because you've been eating different foods anyway. It's not like, oh, my God, I've put on all this body fat. 
You're just holding a bit of mm, fluid, mm. whatever, man. Like, yeah. And, you know, we're speaking about Christmas Day, even though we've called this the silly season. There's no reason to go on a two-week bender. Yeah. Know? It's like we said, it's a, about balance um, and making this a part of your lifestyle and realizing that you can go out for a nice meal whenever you want, not just Christmas Day, yeah. but whenever you want and just including it in your lifestyle so you don't turn this season silly. Yeah, definitely. So pick and choose your events. If you've mapped out the month and you've got like three work things on and like five family events, pick and choose which ones you're going to let your hair down a bit more at, whether it be the timing of it, whether it be you've just got those family members who are a bit more rowdy and you just want to enjoy it with them. Just plan ahead. Be like, cool, I'll let my hair down a bit more in, in these three. The others, I'll just be like rein it in a little bit more. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. And hair down can mean like a number of things for different people. It could Mm. be, you know, getting lit, getting drunk. Um, It (laughs) could be having, you know, eating the whole dessert bar. It could be whatever, whatever it means for you. But I guess one of the most important things to remember is it's not so much the alcohol that screws people up. It's what they eat with the alcohol. Because alcohol makes us crave carbohydrates and high fatty foods and just make poorer choices than if we were sober so you know just because you are drinking don't ride the whole day off just remember that it's the choices um that you combine with the alcohol um when i guess cognition isn't 100 percent. yeah and moving into the next sort of part a little bit more of the psychology about things so we kind of just spoke about little steps and tricks that we do on the day um but now we'll dive a bit deeper into it and talk a bit more about the psychology and how to deal with like peer pressure and things like that. So when just um, because we were just talking about alcohol, some tricks that you can do just as we said, if there's an event that you don't really want to be forced into drinking or you feel like you'll be a bit insecure if you say no, be the designated driver. Mm. The amount of times I've done that Mm. and people think you're the best freaking person ever because you can end up driving them home. Yeah, everyone hates you at the start until they realise how are we going to get to the pub. Oh, yeah, then, oh, everyone wants oh, to go. get around Dezo the driver. Danny's here to save the Legit, day. Legit, Dezo Danny, that would be, like, my name. Exactly. Um, but it was, yeah, it worked well. Oh, sorry, I'm driving. And I feel Easy. as though, um, as, I guess, society becomes more health conscious, being Dezo Dave and, you know, deciding to not drink is becoming more accepted and more normal. I definitely yeah. know that, like, being from a small country town, when I um, – stopped really drinking it it was a shock for people you really? know like if you're not drinking if you don't have a drink in your hand <laughs> and you're in the country like what are you doing <laughs> it's seriously like what else do we do here <sighs> um but i feel like it's changing i feel like culture is changing and now oh, yeah. it's becoming more accepted to not drink like now i feel like when i go out and people ask me if i want a wine and i say oh no like i don't drink i'll have a soda or something though people are like cool yep yeah. whereas it wasn't like that mm. and i don't know is that a country thing or do you do you ever? oh probably a little bit more of a country thing yeah. but even being out in the city um people are out yeah drinking on a monday night yeah. the amount of pubs and things that there are but it's also equally as yeah common yeah. to have people oh no i'm not drinking yeah like i feel like just in the last i guess little bit there has been a little bit of a shift because people you know want to go out for brunch on sunday and do yeah. the yoga class it's becoming more accepted um i don't know whether that's because i'm in melbourne now so it, it, there's a bit more diversity in terms of culture here but i guess not feeling peer pressured to drink is just a big one like if you don't want to drink, that's totally cool. If you do yeah. want to drink, that's also fine. 
Um, surround yourself with the right people. If you're getting um, feeling uncomfortable by people always trying to get you to drink, just remove yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Late to a homosexual in the back of the bush. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't pick our family. Um, oh yeah, true. When we're talking about, we've got. I've gone back into the social circle uh, talk, but when we're talking about, yeah, Christmas. Yeah, you can't really just disappear there. Yeah. So and there's lots of, I guess. Um, Lots of low sugar options and like diet sort of alternatives, I guess, yeah. with that change. Um, yeah. That's come into, I guess, alcohol as well. So, um, not just your um, vodka soda. Oh, I can't stand vodka, lime, and soda. Really? I just have to force it in. It just, it, oh, yuck. Why do you force it? Oh, good question. Ooh, well, that's when I, you know, if you want to go hard or go home, it's that's... like, all right, I'll just do it. But... <laughs> That's so true. Doesn't happen often. But you Sometimes know, you've got to do what you got to do. I but. don't drink beer, but you could have a light beer and no one would know. Yeah. I mean, but then it comes down to does it matter that no one knows? Mmm, deep. Doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. Like, who cares? It's about our own confidence mixed with, mm. yeah. Because if you go, it depends how you answer. If you say, oh, I'm not drinking, but then do it in a condescending way, that's not cool either. Mm. Like, don't try and make someone feel crap for drinking. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, no. I normally just politely decline, like, oh, thank you, no, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then if they ask or probe or like, oh, aren't you drinking? I just go, no. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not. It's clear. But in the past, I would try and make up an excuse. I'd be like, yeah. oh, no, I've got to get up early for this or no. But, you know, and now I'm just like, oh, no, I don't really drink. Yeah. And, you know, like if I want to drink, I will. But it's, I just generally don't like alcohol and I don't really like the way it makes me feel anymore. Yeah. And, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah. So low sugar options if you do need to, though. There's so, oh, what I used to do. Was poor BCAAs or BCAs. Oh, God. It tasted sick, man, with vodka. I thought I was the best person in the world. Like, half my mates didn't even know what BCAs were, but I told them all. I'm like, I've invented this drink. Um, Kids don't do this at home. Why not? (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into any of the science of any counteractive things, but you're better off drinking BCAs than Mm. orange juice with vodka or something. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that used to be my trick. But moving on from alcohol, food pushers. <laughs> I'm a pusher. What's the movie, Mean Girls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Legit. So what do you do if people just want you to freaking eat? <sighs> In the past, I probably would have just tried to keep them happy and just had a taste. And But then, like, you know, as you grow up and get over it, you just sort of learn to say no yeah um once you say no they'll ask you again and then once you say you offer you'll say no again and then they'll say then they'll offer again and then the third time when you go i'm really fine thank you that's that's the that's you the should see how she's moment. looking at me in the eyes right now i gotta be that's scared that's the turning moment though mm. isn't it um especially obviously if people are on the under the influence of alcohol oh, and yeah. stuff like that they're always going to push um yeah. but it's I, it comes um, down to you being okay because at yeah. the end of the day they're not going to be like oh she wouldn't eat this they're not going to turn around because they're generally like we said doing it out of love yeah um but yeah you've with that I just find a firmer approach um yeah of just being very direct and just saying I actually don't want that like yeah I'm full yeah and I actually find it quite fascinating that so, how confident some people are voicing their opinions about 
what I eat, what I drink, oh, what I do. Like, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Because I just think I would never turn around and say to someone, geez, that's a really unhealthy meal. Look at yeah. all that saturated fat in there. And I would never rave on about that. Like, I would never, ever judge someone by based on what they're eating. But I always get people make remarks about what I'm eating or what's in my Tupperware or what oh, yeah. I'm not eating or you know, the way you look or anything. And I just think it comes down to them, not you. Oh, for sure. And social norms have created, as you said, coming from the country, everyone would have a beer in their hand. So if you're doing something outside of the ordinary of what people are used to, it's like, ooh. And there are little alarm bells goes off and they have to make a comment on it. Or they just don't have the discipline, knowledge or awareness to be able to make a change. So, oh, it's easier to tell Sherelle to stop doing what she's doing and bring her to where I am to make myself feel better. Yeah. So it's a big reflection. But, yeah, oh, the amount of times that we're putting in this situation for trying to be health conscious, even if we're not going around making comments on other people, we're just doing our own thing. People are always going to say something. And it's freaking annoying. But then once you learn to harness it and realize yep. that not everyone has the knowledge that we do or the drive yeah or the discipline so Mm. take it as a freaking compliment at the start it really like instilled a lot of I guess insecurity in me Mm. feeling like I had to hide what I was eating hide what I was doing you know hated eating out in public Mm. like hated ordering at restaurants because I just felt like I was constantly judged by what I was doing and I was you were being judged people were looking at you funny like why Mm. are you doing that why are you making such an issue about having your olive oil on the side? Yeah. Um, and it just comes down to awareness. Like they're not aware of your goals um, or I guess your motive of why you're doing what you're doing. And at the end yeah. of the day, who cares? Yeah. And then if they, you know, if you want to share a little bit about what you're doing, mm. fine. If you don't, fine as well. You don't have to explain yourself. Yeah. But I feel like the more insecure we are about our choices, the more their comments are going to affect us. It's just a big mirror. So if we actually don't care, then the comments aren't going to trigger us. No, yeah. So try and just explore and work on your own self-confidence yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. And I guess as well it come back to, I guess once I flip that and put it on more of like maybe they're curious, um, a lot of yeah. people tend to ask and they, because they don't understand. So, you know, sometimes even if they were being re- really curious about what I was doing and actually genuinely asking me, I just instilled sort of a negative approach as to why they were. Mm, So it mm. sort of does come down to your perception on how you're viewing what they are saying. So, yeah, yeah, I guess drawing it back like food pushes, they're they're just in society and it's got nothing to do with you. It's everywhere. It's just, I guess, you just need to be firm and direct and and learn to say no. Yeah, that's right. Um, And then increase your confidence and remember your why. Remember your long-term goals. Speak about them if people are interested or Mm. don't. But it's about not isolating yourself. You don't have to sit in the corner, you know, doing your own thing. At the end of the day, these events are to spend time with your loved ones. And it's important that you do that. Just lead by example, by Mm. your own example. And if people don't want to change, that's fine. We're not here to change everyone else. If they're happy, cool. Um, Just, yeah, you've got to worry about you a little bit Mm. in that instance. Yeah, yeah, Mm. never isolate yourself. Mm. Definitely. Um, And there, yeah, so during the event, just stay active in other ways and we don't need to always be sitting down eating, just go socialize and all of that. Um, But at the end of the day, everything is in your control, what you put in your mouth, really. 
And it's no one's gonna there, be there force feeding you. No, exactly. So it's the one thing you've got control over. Always remember that. You know mm. what you put in your mouth is a hundred percent your control because dieting, whether it's you know whatever your body composition goals are, gaining weight, losing weight, maintaining, dieting is a hundred percent mental. A hundred percent mental. Mm. What about hormones and cravings and? Yeah, but it still comes down to you making a conscious decision. Mm, Everyone mm. has hormones and cravings and, you know, how do you know that those are hormones and it's not just your habits? Yeah. So I I always feel like I always said I'm like, even with night duty and shift work, it's 100% within my control of what I put in my mouth. I'm not going to blame anything else. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So just remember that at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, whether it's food pushes, whether it's the alcohol, whether it's Christmas Day or any other reason, um, you don't need to justify what you're doing. Just realize that it is within your control and just to make mindful, conscious decisions. Yeah, that's right. So I think to recap, really, um, top tips during the day. So have a little walk or workout in the morning if that's what you normally do. Uh, have meals that are high in protein just to fill you a little bit more before the event. Yeah, and that could mean as well like building your plate around your protein source. So yep. stacking up on your protein source first and then looking for those other options. Yep, lots of water and lots of fiber. Then when it comes to the lunch, just suss out all the food there. Let your eyes feast first. Separate yourself from the table. You don't always have to be on top of the table just picking and be smart with your alcohol choices. Yeah. And then when it comes to dessert, obviously sharing a plate with someone's a great um, strategy that you can include. Um, And then making sure that you're going into the dessert table already feeling satisfied and content from the main meal. Good. And afterwards, go for a little walk, play a bit of backyard cricket, try to just stop snacking and only take leftovers if you want. Yeah. And just keep your meals for the table. So making sure that you're dishing up, you're sitting down, you're enjoying being present. The next day, don't do anything too extreme. Listen to your body, but try and just stay uh, as close to your normal routine as possible. Yeah, and it's important to make sure that you're not punishing yourself. You're trying to not feel guilty. You know, you're just accepting that, you know, you had a fantastic day with your friends and family and it's a new day now and you just roll on with life. You don't punish yourself over anything. That's right. And no one can actually force feed you any food or alcohol. Everything is in your control. It's about your confidence within yourself, your goals and you as a person. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Um, <laughs> wrapping that up, you know, Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, so always just enjoy, laugh, love, yep. have bloody fun. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it, man. This time doesn't come around often. So. No, exactly. And, you know, the older you get, the more you appreciate sort of days like this and um, being surrounded by your family and your grandparents. And you really do need to treasure those moments because, mm. yeah, like Daddy said, it's once a year. It's once a year and it's not very often. So, just be mindful, you know, turn my fitness pal off for a day mm. and just enjoy life. Enjoy it. Yeah. So hope you guys um, took some valuable lessons from this podcast. Like always, guys, if you did get anything from this episode, please do share it on your Instagram story. Tag myself, tag Danielle and tag the Level Up podcast. Thanks for listening.